Think of the children. Like the guy says, you're gonna eat lightning and you're gonna crap thunder. A pig fool. It's fun. If he dies, he dies. Oh, oh, somebody please think of the children. I just want to say one thing to my wife was home. Yo, Adrian! I did it! I think you can kiss your trade franchise goodbye. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Kiss Your Franchise Goodbye, the movie podcast, where we talk about movie franchises, and we are deep in the heart of Rocky. Dr. Punchface! Apparently, uh, Brooke has... Oh, sorry. I'm back. I'm awake. Brooke is still bored of Dr. Punchface Balboa, the sixth movie. Brooke did not like... uh, Brooke was bored by... Okay. So oh wait, me... I'm black and white. Oh wait, now I'm back. Oh wait, now I'm black and white. Oh wait, what the is going on with this movie? Yeah, this why? Movie's... Why on earth would they make choices like changing the color scheme? <sighs> I don't know. Mm. Those jerks. Mm. But I will say, like my my wife hated the boxing match more because they did black and white except for red blood. And my wife's like, why is there so much blood? In <laughs> it's like, come on. Okay, wait. If, so if the we... Which one of us liked? Are you the only one, Brooke, who liked Rocky Five better than Balboa? I think she's the only one that liked Rocky Five at all. <laughs> no, no. Kit said that they Kit, liked it. Kit was, yeah, more or less okay with Rocky Five. Yes. Well, they said they said that it was fine. They didn't hate it. Yeah. So, okay, quick, okay. quick introductions because I always forget to do this. I'm Andy Wilson. That's Roy Fillmore. He's he's our guest. Brooke, he loves Rocky JB. Melissa I don't like will be along in a minute. Yeah. Here's the thing. I understand that every single one of you is going to tell me that I'm wrong, right? No. I'm used to it. That's no. fine. Because JB's not. You can mansplain to me this movie all that you want to, but here's so let the me, thing. Yeah, let me, under, let me I, explain to you why you're wrong. Since I'm I think the Thanks, only Ollie. reason that you like this movie more than five is because five exists for you to hate. Well, I don't really know what that means, but the reason yeah. I like this movie more than five is because five is just a really bad movie. I know, but the only reason that you can jump oh, I see to you're this movie I see and like saying. it is okay. because five exists for you to hate in its place. If you oh, went from if you went from four to this, you'd be like, What the hell? Now yeah, all so of a sudden, I, Adrian's dead, and we don't get any resolution, and all the things, uh, everything that happens in five has to happen, even though okay. you don't like the way that it was done. If we didn't have that resolution with Adrian, if we didn't if have Rocky his progression, down. and if we didn't have all of these things that happen in five, you you wouldn't like Balboa as much as you do. If Rocky Balboa so, was Rocky Five. I would like it a little bit less. That is true. But so yeah, I think what you're better. saying. Is because when famously when Revenge of the Sith came out and it was getting rave reviews and then someone from Rolling Stone said, just because it doesn't suck as bad as the last two movies doesn't mean it's a good movie. Exactly. Is that what you're saying? That I'm like, oh, it's not the worst movie I've ever seen in my entire life. Therefore, it's the best movie I've ever seen in my entire life. So so I don't feel that way. And this movie has some really big problems. And and I'm sorry that if this were a standalone movie, would you like it? Well, no, 
that that wouldn't even make it'd be weird for that to be a standalone movie because you'd have no idea of any of the history so i don't know in backstory if they wrote in some backstory and then all of a sudden you see old sylvester stallone with his weird pull-up bar in his backyard and his kid who doesn't want to talk to him and you're watching this movie and you're like falling asleep the whole time and then they get to the weird fight scene where it's all black and white and red but then back into color and you're like, am I the one having brain damage here? So let me you ask you, you can like I, that movie? Roy would totally still like that movie. Can I ask you a question, Brooke? <laughs> yes. Would you dislike this movie as much if if you hadn't uh, if we hadn't had the experience yeah. with Rocky Five last week? yeah we did so i feel like maybe i feel this is- like it's so boring and then it's okay. weird and they make these weird decisions like you start off with like different fight scenes from a different guy it's weird <laughs> this is Why? It's, a, it's shocking to me that this is the most contentious this podcast has been even though we watched rocky <laughs> five last week yeah. no, so i, I will say here's here's why i like this movie and we'll just get this out of the way and here, I'll, I'll, I'll start with why i don't like this movie i think the reason that they have to get rocky into the ring is ridiculous mm-hmm. and I, it, mm-hmm. it's based Agreed. it's based loosely off of george foreman reclaiming the title at the age of what right 40? 748? I mean, he was really old when he won the heavyweight title. Hey, now. That's yeah. how old we are. Okay, well, he was really old for I a boxer. Would, I would punch a mummy like nobody's business right now, so I think it's a viable yeah. so, so The conceit to get him in the ring is is kind of silly. Um, and, and, and honestly, this movie is made because Rocky was, or Stallone was just like, I can't end the Rocky series so, with Rocky I'm Five. I'm so I just, ashamed. Yeah. Yeah. He should have. No, and, and he said that. He said that in interviews. I, I couldn't end this series with Rocky Five. I don't, that doesn't, that can't be the last thing people think of. But anyway, whatever. So, so the fight is whatever. And the other, and here's the, also the other problem I always have with the Rocky movies is they talk about like, there's no one out there that's worth fighting. I don't follow heavyweight boxing, but there's gotta be like, at least the top 10 guys all have to be pretty good. Why is it that Mason are, Mason right. Line Dixon can't find a decent fighter? What there's no one out there that's worth fighting except for a 65 year old Rocky. So well, apparently there was no one out there for Tommy Gunn to fight, and there was no one out there for yeah. Rocky to fight, and I there blame, was no one. I blame ESPN's computer simulation model. That's what caused all the problems. That, okay, that is a weird ass move for them to just throw in there. No, yeah, is that a real thing? I don't follow. ESPN Sports? enough to know that like have, has <laughs> a, have they done this computer thing on their show in the past? I don't know. Anyway, the point is, and it sounds like it bothers you that they cut Adrian out of the script so we can't explore her anymore. But I think the one thing no. that Rock, okay, good. I think a really important thing for Rocky and his old age to have to deal with is grief and and separation. Oh, and, I think that part's beautiful. Yeah, and but I think I'm also saying- for Polly, like. Paulie having yeah. to deal with reconciling his past with his present, I think is is to me yeah. is actually pretty poignant. I loved that part. Yeah. All I'm saying is that if four wasn't if five wasn't there, to make that jump to here would not be cohesive. If they'd if they'd done if this was Rocky Five, mm-hmm. if there had never been a Rocky Five, yes. I don't know. And I don't know if it's even possible for me to answer that because unfortunately Rocky five does exist. And right. I but just, if I it can't... didn't, if you just went from yay, we win Russia down with know. commies. So and then all of a sudden, you can. Like, how all of a sudden yeah. we're here. 
can we be honest though? Rocky Four is not a great movie. I think I enjoy no, it's it. Not. Like a popcorn flick, like it's a popcorn movie. Yeah, right. And like, take well, that, Russia. That, I said that from the beginning. Like, four is just propaganda. It's just silly. Five yeah. is redeeming. <laughs> While it has problems, it also resolves a lot of what he did wrong in four. Okay. And if we if we skipped from four to here, where he doesn't talk to Adrian and he doesn't have the growth and he just is this big huge winner and there's no ego coming into play, like in four, we see all these bad decisions that kind of erase his progression that he's had throughout the series. And then in five, we get to see him do it better, which is what we want for Rocky all along. We want him talking to Adrian. We want him like making decisions that are intrinsically good in these different things. But but if we skip from that and we take out the resolution with Adrian and we take out the the self-conflict that he has in five of having to face going back to where he was from and we take out the the idea of him having to look his ego straight in the eye and make better decisions and we just jump to Adrian being gone and all of a sudden he's willing to have this resolution with his son that he never had with his wife. Like that's a lot of weird male ego stuff coming up in this movie. If we hadn't previously seen it done better in five, that's all I'm saying. I feel like Rocky five has about 30 really like redeemable minutes of movie. Like Rocky five has about 30 good minutes in it. And I Mm -hmm. feel like this movie has about 30 really lousy minutes in it. Oh, I was going to say four good minutes. Okay. No, but so I, I understand what you're saying. And, and I, <laughs> I, I, I sense your emotional attachment to what happens in Rocky five, but I also feel like we coming out of Rocky four, I, I feel like Rocky, I mean, I know Rocky and Adrian's relationship and it and what happens in Rocky five is exactly what I would expect from the two of them. Right. Yeah, because, because all they care about is each other. They're each other's world. But if we hadn't had Rocky five, I don't, I, I don't know. So I understand your point. Um, this is much better than Rocky Five, and I think that Rocky Balboa is probably better than Rocky Four. That's so. interesting. I definitely think every movie is better than Rocky Five, even though there <laughs> are some poignant parts in it. I just don't think it was a well-made movie. Oh man, it's just all over the place. And hey, I just want to recognize we have a new fighter entering the ring. <laughs> the Chicana Madonna. Melissa is back, returning. Yay! Jeff. It's me. Hi, Melissa. Welcome, Hi, Melissa. Sorry, thanks I for joining us this morning, but I'm here, and I'm going to tell y'all I uh, fell asleep watching this movie last night and had to watch the rest of it this morning. And <laughs> because that- it's so boring. Well, I was just tired too, but yeah, kind of. yes. <laughs> It's so and, boring and it's so male centric. Sleep watching the other half of this movie may have colored my feelings about it. Just FYI. No, good. That's, that's because valid. it's boring. <laughs> but at least it's not Rocky Five. It's, <laughs> okay, I know. Okay, when we were off air, Roy, we, we, way, lost, we lost recording for just a second for those of you who are listening. And I told Roy I was going to punch Face's face because I, like, I keep trying to let go of my emotional attachment to Five, but it's so hard moving into this movie. I love Jess whose name will only ever be Jess instead of Milo. Um, I think he does a great job in this, but he's even boring. Everything is like the computer simulation is boring. Like everything about this movie. And, and I really appreciate, you know, 
little Marie in Stebs. <laughs> that's the yeah. same actress. Yeah. Yeah. That's so I think awesome. That's, I, love I think that's great. Except that, how weird is it? It's still really freaking weird. I don't care. I, it's, and <sighs> I don't know how to get over. Like, none of these movies are super female centric. <laughs> Obviously, but what? this one I know <laughs> newsflash, but, but without Adrian in it and having it be little Marie in this weird way, I just I don't understand how you like this one more. I don't, I don't get it. So it's like asking me, I think, how I would like, I don't know, the third. Uh, Matrix movie better than Dream a Little Dream, right? I mean, it, it, I mean, what? liking liking a move liking this movie better than Rocky Five is such a low job. is such a low bar to 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 what's the to cross? I don't know. Yeah, to to get over. Yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah. So I, I and 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 I respect how much you enjoyed Rocky Five, and I just have to. I just man, I just didn't. I just that that movie is. Just... You do you not enjoy seeing the resolution between Rocky and Adrian? That yeah, like I said, there's 15 good minutes of that movie. Do you like Adrian being dead? I love Adrian being dead. I was when the movie started, I was like, please let Adrian be dead because. <laughs> no, but here's here's the thing, and that's what I actually think. I do really like that here, is that with Adrian's absence you do actually see what an integral part she was in all of this. And the, the unnamed, unrecognized labor, both emotional and physical, that women do to keep families together. Yeah. And without Adrian, you know, these, these three dudes are you know, in the wind. Like, yeah. and, and that is hard. And, right. um, you know, I, I, I feel like it is this, this unnamed tribute to her, her mm -hmm. absence being, you know, the, the metaphorical notes that aren't played that are like, yeah, w without this, you have a father and son who can't relate to each other. Or stay yes, in color. <laughs> well, that so, too. Talia that Shire technically only color. happens for four, uh, seven, uh, 12 minutes. There's 12 minutes of that. So, yeah. uh, can, so when this movie is being promoted, because this movie came, obviously came after Rocky Five, right? And when this movie is being promoted, I was like, oh my gosh, please let go of this character. And then I noticed like in the cast that she's not in it. And I thought Talia Shire wanted nothing to do with this movie. That's why she's not in it. Right. But it, But that's not true. Um, I guess Sylvester Stallone called her and told her, Hey, I'm making this movie. And she's like, great. You know what? Uh, what, when do you need me? What are we doing? How's it going? And he said, actually you're dead. <laughs> right. And so like, she, she, she was all on board. She was, she was fine with it. But so, Sorry. so I guess like if we're talking a timeline of events, Rocky five ends in 1990, he opens the restaurant with Adrian in 1995. And then she passes away in 2012 of ovarian cancer. Um, the late, you, the woman two, cancer. 2002. 2002. You're right. 2002. Yeah. If, you, yeah, if you look yeah. at her tombstone, it says something 11, 2002. Yeah. January. So 
January. There's a Y. All I saw was a Y at the end of the month. So January 11th. So so they run the restaurant together for a good seven years, and then she passes away. And and you're right, Andy. Like so, and I wonder if the part of his son is overplayed. I've never been the son of a heavyweight champion. You uh, haven't. No, I haven't. So hmm. maybe it really is that hard to do your own thing in your hometown. And we're going to find out that that even though it feels like things are swell between them at the end of the movie, that Robert hits the road. He just yeah. can't hack it in Philadelphia or America, apparently. <laughs> Doesn't he move to Vancouver? I, but, um, <laughs> I don't know. But I, I think that's more about Rocky than it is about Jess. Yeah. You know. And I'm with you, Brooke. I'm gonna, <laughs> he's always just from the Gilmore Girls. I don't care what else he's in. I know. And and I was going to say, Brooke, I think the reason you don't like this movie is you're Team Logan, not Team Jess. And oh, no, so, no. I am 100% Team Jess. Oh, you're Team... Okay. That's well, okay. I mean, I like Logan in the end, but if we're going Jess against Dylan or whatever... Logan, oh, yeah. God. No, not Logan, the other guy. Fucking oh. Oh, against uh, um, uh, Dean. Dean. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Garbage, angry, fuckface Dean. Yeah, like, no. I really, I actually really like Jess, and I wish that Jess had been able to, like, step it up and be her Logan, and maybe he will now that they have an illegitimate child on the way. But um, Anyways, wrong wrong show. So I, I so think my my problem with this movie besides not being able to stay awake and <laughs> this weird relationship that he forms with little Marie and he only calls her little Marie, which is just so weird. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think my problem with it is knowing how much everyone likes it more than five. And like in my core heart of hearts, not being able to accept that if we had just skipped from four to this, that we don't get any of the good, re- like, resolution and we don't see him go through his journey of facing himself and these different things but then when we are here and we're watching this movie i like the fact that he's running the restaurant i like the fact that he's in his little home i like the fact that he and his son are having issues which i i think they would have and i i like the fact that he confronts jess on that and is like you're stronger than this. You're better than this. Like, I'm sorry that it's hard to live in my shadow, but you're making that choice. Like, those things are all great. And the 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 journey of Polly having to face his past and saying that he was horrible to her. And so he, he going on the tour is hard because of how bad he was to Adrian and, and the decision. Oh, that's really great. It's just so boring. So let me let me throw this in there. I think Creed is one of the best movies in this this set, right? Agreed. If yeah. you don't make Rocky Balboa, Creed is not as good of a movie. Totally agree. Well, Creed probably doesn't even happen. So I have because a... this this revitalizes the franchise and says, right. oh, people actually do care about this character and this idea. So I think to Brooke's point. I don't like Rocky five because it wasn't well-made, not because it doesn't have really important parts to the growth of the character. I don't think Rocky Balboa is necessarily a spectacular movie, but same thing. Like you said, Roy, there are parts of it that I think are really valuable. Yeah. 
so Rocky Five is Rocky Five is awful. Rocky Six is passable, but all of them lead to a really, really good revitalization, like you said, Andy. So I think the hard thing, and we've talked about this from the beginning, is it's hard to see these movies as independent components, right? Because they're all so different. And in some ways, like like you said, Brooke, Rocky Four is um, propaganda. You know, Rocky One is a really gritty character. They're all just, if you see them all as a, a progression, it's a lot easier to to have them like that. And that's what I try to see with Rocky four with Rocky four through six is I just see it as a character arc rather than these really valuable movies. Cause I don't know, right. I don't six is fine. Uh, they could have been done better, but I see it again. Oh, we're just calling it six. Yeah. I don't, I don't call it Rocky, but I call it Rocky six because you know, of the Simpsons <laughs> episode, cause I want to use all the, um, the, the Roman numerals, but, but I don't know. I mean, I mean, Andy, that's kind of, because Brooke, I totally see your point, and I see each of them as a stepping stone to what ends up. I do think it's a valuable movie. I, I, I see them all in the franchise. Creed one and two, which I think are the best movies of this whole franchise. I feel um, like Brooke. It, it feels to me like like you found yourself in this existential crisis where you're living in a world where <laughs> no one likes Rocky Five more as much as you are and, and, and just it's it maybe it's just impossible for you to internalize how is it even how can this be how that's really where i'm at how yeah, can how, all um, these people who are so smart and that i respect so much not see what's so blatantly right in front of them yeah and that's fine and i can live with that so it's the I'm same good. reason you don't like the spy who loved me uh, but love Moonraker, and I love right. Demolition Man, and we all know how that went. So, well, yeah. you know, yeah. that just makes us all sad for you. Yeah, and we're all <laughs> yeah. sad in the same boat right. for poor Brooke, who liked Rocket yeah. Five. So, all right, and that's fine. Yeah. You know, that's I can it. live with that. So, um, as so long yeah. as it's like, even if you hate the movie, as long as we can accept that it's needed in the progression to get to this movie. So, can you? I, I, do I need to say that I agree with that for you to be okay? <laughs> it was way yes, like that. I just I just need to hear Roy say Rocky that Five Rocky is a movie. Five was needed. Yes, yeah, so that it is a movie. It does I, exist. I can't. Oh, I I think I can make that leap. I can say that Rocky Five exists, and maybe I now I believe in Rocky Five as far as it existing. Can we? And there we might agree? be at least like one point that has to exist in it. In and Talia Shire is really good in it. Can we? Can okay. we agree then that Rocky Five and Six should have been combined into one movie? So Take I me. think Rocky Five, <laughs> maybe Sylvester Stallone should have been played by Nick Nolte. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm satisfied. Just so, just so we're all clear, I my emotions are now satisfied. Okay. So can can I mention we something? Can move that, on to Rocky Balboa. Something now. that I really did like about this movie is he runs that restaurant, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. and like every the guests come in and he tells them stories and some of the guests it just feels like I get the feeling that they're like this is awkward can we please eat <laughs> yeah. yeah, and he's, he's kind of like this this semi pathetic character that is that is trying to relive the glory days of his past with his guests and some of them just you know just don't want to hear it but then he does have the guests that are like you know it's the thrill of their life their kid gets to meet Rocky right but I think he also recognizes because after, after a couple of stories, he's like, uh, and that's the end of my story. And then he just kind of awkwardly walks off. He's like and, the gorilla uh, from Chuck E. Cheese. 
Yeah, you know, I get it. <laughs> the rat with the cigar from. from <laughs> uh, I for the song, I gotta get but it. So I, another thing that I think is fascinating, and I only tried to find it in this movie because of what we learned from the Creed movies, but from Creed Two anyway, he's got all the pictures on the wall from his previous fights, and there right. is no picture of Drago. There's no yeah. pictures of that fight. He, yeah, he mentions that in Creed Two. In Creed Two, yeah. Yeah, that was funny. Yep. I will because stop the, being contentious now. I feel very the sad. The CIA came in and took all those pictures down. That's why it happened. <laughs> yeah. Compensated. So I also think, and there he has the emotional speech about why he should get a boxing license, but also he should not have been given a boxing license. <laughs> yeah, yeah, who are the Vegas people who allowed that? Because I know we're comparing this to George Foreman making his comeback late in his career, but George Foreman in his late forties is not the same thing as any athlete in their late sixties. <laughs> it's yeah, not especially half brain dead. Right, and and what this should have been is not a ten round match to see if someone new can try and kill Rocky. It should have been like two or three rounds, and we're just having fun, right? Like a true exhibition, right? Like like they're doing this uh this celebrity well quote unquote celebrity boxing match called Creator Clash in a couple of months, and uh like a bunch of famous YouTubers and and other people. But it's it's three rounds. It's just for fun. Like nobody's getting hurt. Um, but you know, like yeah, that's what that's what this should have been. And it was all for charity. So. I'm not gonna hurt you unless you make me hurt you. <laughs> what does he say? I get pissed. This man gets hurt, right? <laughs> so, I, I think uh, it's her fault. I hit her. So they they make. They, they make a lot of concessions in this fight to make it plausible that Rocky could hang in there because I don't care if he's got the most heart of anyone in the whole world ever. It's just, it's just age. You just, you just can't do it. So what Mason, the line Dixon breaks his hand in the second round. Also, they notice that he's not <laughs> in the best shape of his life and Mason Dixon. I, he's a real boxer, right? Someone Tarver. Yeah. Guy's name? Real boxer, but he's, he doesn't look like Rocky, even at the age of 60 million years old, has an enormous amount of muscle mass and and Mason Mason looks like he's kind of got the the um the Tom Brady uh at the Columbine photo look where he's like his his shape is like soft dough, right? I mean, not to be so cynical, but because Stallone is allowed to use certain substances <laughs> to help himself that yeah. someone who is an actual boxer would not be able to. He yeah, got well, them yeah. from Drago. <laughs> and Mr. T. It's a souvenir. <laughs> anyway, so so yeah, they kind of bend over backwards to justify that it's a competitive match. And then Rocky again doesn't win, right? Um so but he I like that he respects his opponent, and I, I'm pretty sure Drago is the only not Drago. Uh, Mr. T is the only one that he doesn't like can like thank after the fight, right? Because yeah. Mr. T was thanking his wife in his apartment. <laughs> yeah. the best yeah. ever. Why wasn't no that? Why wasn't Mr. T and Rocky Balboa? That would be really better. Oh, it should have been his coach. Fun studio note: bring back Mr. T for Rocky. No, seriously, Clubber Lang, yeah, showing up. I've got an exhibition for you and your wife. Sorry she died, but I still got the line in there. No, but like that, like that's what I want to. See. I want to see Mason the line Dixon versus. Clubber Lang, like oh, that, that would be fun. So that would be fun. So, and, and originally when they were talking about we're doing a Creed three, I'm like, oh, 
I know Creed two worked, even though it really shouldn't have. But please don't have him fight uh, Clubber Lane Sung. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that would have been bad. everyone's sons go on to box. I know, right? Rockies. He has to. It's and, it, and with with Creed two, it works because of the connection with Apollo. But I'm like, now he has to fight the son of every one of Rocky's opponents, <laughs> except for yeah. Rocky's son. They all fight except for <laughs> except Rocky's son. At some point. Frankie Stallone's son. Yeah, with his pocket protector, like <laughs> trying to find somebody. No, but I my like numbers this. are gonna beat your numbers. You know, and and but Jonathan Majors and the fact that it's someone from apparently Adonis's uh, youth. I I like all of this. I I like I like where it looks like that movie's going. Yeah. Um, Melissa, we haven't. Other than this, I'm sorry, making you asleep. Yeah. Asleep, she fell back asleep. <laughs> tell us, tell us more of your thoughts about what you're thinking about Rocky Balboa. So I agree with you, Andy, when you said earlier how the absence of Adrian means that these boys are all basically just like they're adrift. Yeah. You know, all three of these men, and it's just like this sausage fest that you know. And and I, you know, I I've said it many times. I do not like sausage fest movies. Um, what? Yeah, <laughs> I you know it's 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 aggravating to me when I see a movie that clearly needs more women, and they took the one woman out who was like the central core, and, and and I think a lot of people when they see the Rocky movies, they think Rocky is the central character, but she is the core of that, and and her absence here proves that yep. because yep. it's not that great of a movie. It has its moments. But they, as usual, they gloss over the stuff that would have made it more interesting. Like they glossed over Apollo Creed pretty much every movie in my mind. They never gave him enough uh, time on screen. Truth. Um, And now they they gloss over some of the things that would have been better explored. Uh, Polly's grief over Adrian, that would have been more interesting if they'd explored it more. And he deserves that grief, by the way. Yeah. You know, the way he treated her. He absolutely and maybe part of why I want to see more of that is just because I I he deserves it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like this, yeah. and this is the only movie so far where I feel like Polly was somewhat tolerable. I still don't like him, you know, but he was more tolerable, I guess, because he showed some emotion other than like anger or defensiveness, you know? Um Yet more racist. Weird decision. Um yeah, that and the other thing is like, okay, the son, he's got this kind of corporate, like low end corporate job that he clearly doesn't like. His boss seems like a douche. Like, you know, it I'm not saying spend a lot of time on him, but spend something and make him interesting to me. You know what I'm saying? Like the fact he was just that, that kept coming up in my mind too, from Gilmore girls. Like uh, I was like, okay, I, I didn't like Jess at first because he was an asshole when he was a teenager, but as an adult, he seems really great. Um, So like, you know, something else, I you know, because Milo Vittimilia, he's a good actor. You could have done so yeah. much more. He could have gone to those depths, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But they didn't really explore that. 
um, they just gloss over the stuff that could have made this a really impactful movie. And that's so frustrating because that's, that's part and parcel of the entire franchise. You know, I would love to have seen why it sucks being Rocky son, as opposed to him just using it as an excuse. Yeah. Yeah. Like I would love to have seen a scene where there's like, other than his boss being kind of a jerk to him. Right. Yeah. But like a little more like it, cause I bet like it probably really is hard being Rocky son. And, and wondering if you're getting anything because of your own merits or not, or if everything is just because you have a famous father or whatever. He's probably sick of the zoo. <laughs> uh, hey, you guys mentioned, all, you guys mentioned all the shows he was in, but he was also in uh, three-fourths of a good season of Heroes. Oh, yeah. He was. Yeah. He was. Oh. I think it's sad that the most interesting thing about him is the shows he was in before, because he. <laughs> yeah, I actually feel like this is one of the ones where he is acting at his peak like the emotions that he does show when he's out with his friends and in the awkwardness in front of his boss and the way he keeps looking like i feel like there are a lot of really good decisions and i think melissa is spot on that he he was interesting they just didn't let us see it yeah and they didn't explore it enough yeah and that sucks totally agree yep yeah it's, it's a frustrating movie it's not like terrible like power of one terrible you know but, <laughs> uh it's just like so many of the movies so many missed opportunities but i'm glad yeah. that at least it's not propaganda it felt a little rocky propaganda at the end but i'll, I'll give him that i mean you know it, it, it's a good bookend i so i kind of love it and i don't know if you've been to philly and you've been to the steps but any i've so i've been a couple times because we live here on the east coast i've never been to the steps where there weren't people running up the steps all the time. Like it's a constant stream. Yeah. You have to go I, like three 30 in the morning to not <laughs> you have to queue up, right? You got to queue up. I mean, that's not, but it's there's actually always when I went running. there and there was no one running up it. I wonder. Oh. It was one 30 in the morning. Yeah. Well, that, there you but, go. And there wasn't. <laughs> so you have steps all to yourself. And, I, and there were ice on those steps. No, thank you. I, I do not. Know. <laughs> I'm a 46 year old klutz. They told me I would outgrow it. I never fucking outgrew it. So I have to, like, I have to be careful, people. I can't have my rocky moment, or I'll end up in the hospital. Okay, so. <laughs> we'll go together and we can hold hands as we like trot. No, I'm sure like with that. me. That's the problem. Like, I don't broke my mom's leg once. She made me go roller skating at this party. I didn't want to do it. I knew I'd be bad. And I pulled her down with me because she was holding my hand too tight. And I, I landed on her leg and almost broke it. Oh, wow. So, no, no. That's okay, fine. So, so I have a video and it's. I feel awful that I took this video. But I took my daughter, Sarah, roller skating. And I've never seen anything like it in my life. It was like a cartoon. Like as soon as she put them on and stood up, it was, it was like there was butter or ice on her feet. Like I think that she could stand for one and a half seconds at the most at any given time. And you just and, uh, hearing the so Mel Blanc in your back of your head going whoop, whoop, whoop. <laughs> but like it, it got to the point where the the one of the I don't know the judges of the ice skating rink, whatever his job is, the referee, he basically had to say, "Okay, you need to skate way off to the side because you're interfering <laughs> with everybody." <laughs> anyway, so yes, sad to see the ice rink was torn down. Oh, I know. So I I did love that though, and that's probably but, yeah, there the was best some... scene of the movie. Yeah, that might be. To have it like the whole tour was was great, and this is only four years after she's died. And so, seeing 
Polly get fired? Yeah. That was Which a was, moment. Maybe he got fired because they discovered he was wasn't doing any work. He was just painting. Or letting people like punch meat and letting people couldn't use it anymore. That's right. He didn't give the key back, did he? <laughs> <laughs> like, who is this badger that keeps getting in here and destroying our meat? Like, <laughs> we can't sell any of this. Given his lines in this movie, how did he keep a job as long as he did? Uh, well, it looks like he works all by himself at night. He works at night. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. That's the safest for him. Probably. They probably installed cameras and were like, what the fuck is happening here? Like, why is he just looking at porn for eight straight hours? <laughs> His boss, Sharky, took, took good care of him. Oh, Sharky. Yeah. Oh, you your Sharky. <laughs> no, My but it was... favorite side character, I'll just say it now, is Punchy. Punchy. <laughs> Punchy's great. About his face. Oh. And I like how in the training session, like he's up there and he's like, "All right, you can't have speed because your knees can't run, and you can't have this, you can't." And then the very first thing you see him doing is out running. I know he goes running. <laughs> like what? Yeah. But it was, it was you can't uh, calcium deposits on your joints, so sparring's oh, yeah. out. And then Polly's like, "I have that problem." <laughs> Polly hasn't been able to spar for a while. That's too bad. Uh yeah. Yep. But I love Duke, man. I love Duke, especially when he says, what we're going to have to do is develop some hurting bombs. And when every time you hit him, his ancestors are going to feel it. And then Duke cracks his neck both sides. Yeah, that was great. Oh, it's awesome. (laughs) Duke again, like awesome. I I love Duke. Yeah. Yeah, But this, I mean, I think this is to Brooke's broader point that this movie sort of doesn't work without everything that has happened in the previous five movies and how many you know, movies there, there's there's a little bit yes. this is rocky six <laughs> <laughs> there there is a lot of like member berries nostalgia built into this like oh hey remember little marie oh yeah i remember and uh you know trying to bring all of those good feelings back and be like, remember all those things we loved about this? Yeah, forget the things that you disliked. There's a lot of cheesy stuff. Well you can seriously like all of this stuff. This is a this is a grown up important movie and you can feel you can feel good about being nostalgic for the good points of the Rocky franchise. But it's got, it had to have been a conscious choice by Sylvester Stallone to call it Rocky Balboa instead of Rocky Absolutely. Six. Absolutely. Because if you call it Rocky Six, then you're like, remember Rocky Five? Yep. No. <laughs> and, and I think that is a smart move too, where it's like, oh, well, this is about, you know, Rocky, the years. whole man. Yeah. And it's, it's trying to make that statement, which is, oh, a little self-serving, a lot self-serving, uh, but you know, I think goes to the the legend, and I, I I'll just say it's effective. I won't say it's good. Did he write this one also? I think he wrote every single one of them. I, I think don't chat. GP I will say, like that's one. that's really impressive <gasps> for he? all the nuances that he continues to put into these movies and. And the way that the themes are there, even if they don't get fully explored, it is still quite impressive that he's got the depth and dynamic to him that these movies could have had. Yeah. Yep. (laughs) Written and directed in this case. 
It was super easy to write Polly's part for him, I bet. <laughs> he just like Googled best racist jokes. <laughs> oh, no, he, he had a file. He was like, yeah. here's all the things I can't say, but I want to. <laughs> this is what I think about Travolta on that SNL clip. I'm going to show you. Uh, yeah. Uh, what else? I think we covered all the good parts. We're only 26 minutes in. Yeah, this should only really be a 45-minute podcast with the good parts all right i mean well that's that's it i mean we can we can go right into the um to the box office can we go right into okay but can can we can we talk about it though why the black and white choice in this movie like that really is that not just so weird it's not classy (laughs) no but that's and just the blood is red like Mm, it made me think of like a, a, a strawberry a syrup. Like, mm. oh. It's trying <laughs> to be artistic. Yeah. It's again, trying it's, and failing. It's, like, yeah. it's this self serving, like, this is an important, serious movie. You can like this. It's artsy. It, it, you know, that's what it's that's what it's trying to do. But I thought it was dumb too, Brooke. I was like, you know how just, like yeah. my friends and I used to play this game where we'd 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 call it someone's better idea, and we'd like drive through the neighborhood and we'd look at houses and we'd be like, oh, they thought that was a better idea. It wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't. It never is. Stop it. <laughs> like Ooh, classic is classic <laughs> for a reason. You you don't improve on class. You can do new age. You can do different things, but don't take like a classic red brick home and think that you can make it better by doing something weird. And I felt like that's what I was watching in this. Yeah. So I feel fortunate that we didn't, that, that, that Stallone doesn't fight in Creed because it would have been sepia. And <laughs> <laughs> in scan, like 20, 1920s. Or what's the, like the, the, what do you call it when they inverse the blacks and the whites, that, that version. Oh yeah. Creed three is just going to have all Instagram filters. There you go. Creed three is going to be fascinating because it'll be the first with the zero Rocky Balboa in the film. Yeah, good. So it'll be it'll be interesting. Is he dead? It's good. Uh, I I don't know. I I don't know if they write that into the script. I, I'm assuming that at some point in the movie they will explain why is Rocky not here. I'm kind of hoping he's moved to Vancouver to be close to his son and yeah. his grandkids. Or he's he's he and Drago opened up a training facility <laughs> somewhere in Russia. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I guess I know Stallone's really pissed off because uh, is it Chartoff and Winkler that own the rights to Rocky? Like Sylvester Stallone doesn't have any rights to Rocky at all. Really? Yeah. And he said, yeah. I, I, I've read the interview, and he's like, one of them's good. Like he's like, I get along really well with Chartoff, but Winkler, he's this really old ninety-year-old guy, and he just refuses to sell me the rights. Winkler. And now the movie's going in a direction that I don't want it to go in. So what can I do other than bow out? And Winkler's like eight years older than Stallone. I know. <laughs> crotchety old man. <laughs> I, I But now, I mean, I guess we'll see when we see the movies. But yeah. it, like, I don't know. I, I like the idea of like fully passing the torch off 100%. to Michael B. Yeah. Jordan. And I'm like, so glad because one of the things that he pitched was in the passing of the torch was that it would. He's like, MMA is the new boxing. I'm like, oh, no, please don't do that. Yeah, I don't. No. I don't need to see a series of Rocky movies about MMA where you train some MMA kid. <laughs> I one hundred percent thought you said anime, and I was like, "How the fuck are they going to make that leap?" I'm really glad ESPN <laughs> didn't run that simulation. So, on I, by the way, Stallone is one hundred percent against it, but I'm dying to see a Drago spinoff. I, 
I would love to see a a, a standalone Drago movie, but whatever. It'll be I like would. it'll be like in the prequels where you just have all these like clones army. Like he's got like five hundred <laughs> of him in a row. I mean, I would like Margot Robbie as young Brigitte, but <laughs> mm, I'd watch that. Yeah, I can handle I watch that. that. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. It's just Joaquin Phoenix as young Drago, and I'm not going to be good at. <laughs> oh, no. Can they just let it be a silent film? <laughs> Is that that's that's the evolution in the artsiness? Of yeah, that's yeah. Don't with cards. It After was watching The Lodger, I would yeah. be full in for that. Hitchcocky and Drago oh film. <laughs> I would I would love that. That's great. Right. Okay, so this movie did very well at the box office. Uh, making it would be over... like Game of Thrones and they end up being brother and sister. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I stopped now. Okay. okay. So it made seventy million dollars at the at the US domestic box office, which I mean, this is two thousand six, so that's ninety-six million here. Uh has done really well as well on streaming and home video sales. Uh, worldwide total, uh, 156 million. So, I mean, this, this movie did, did very well for its time. And again, um, fairly low budget, supposedly only $24 million to make this. So, um, that's, uh, that's not, that's not bad. Um, yeah. Studio notes. What would we? How would we change this movie? I still think having Stallone get cancer and then Adrian and Mrs. Creed start their own uh, women's boxing ring setup would be the best <laughs> studio note. And then Rocky Balboa is really not Rocky at all. That was my studio note. I want more of the two of them. Ghost Duke, Rocky. Duke, Duke can run it. It would be like that Hillary Swank film without horrible Clint Eastwood. <laughs> and without the horrible tragic ending yeah. yeah million dollar million dollar balboa or whatever that's the best it. movie about biting off your own tongue i've ever seen <laughs> so if, if we're talking studio notes um i would say that when little marie kisses stallone before she kisses him she says i'm going to kiss you you don't have to kiss me back. <laughs> and, then she, and then she wrestles him down to the ground. And then she winks at the camera. Yeah, winks at the camera. <laughs> says, feminism. And then she, she takes off his reading glasses, which he's wearing for some reason at the door. Step on that, Rocky. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. By the way, apparently that relationship does not progress. <laughs> apparently uh, no which is probably for the best so yeah no uh, and again like okay so Polly moves in taking care of Polly is, is not good for your dating life no but it, i mean that's one of my s sort of studio notes although i like the idea of little marie he's he's still dating someone who is like 15 years younger than he is yeah which is just I mean, I, I, which at that age, I guess is age appropriate. There's nothing really wrong with that, but it does speak to definitely, you know, Hollywood's weird age thing with, uh, um, with, with men and women. 
So. Well, and if we throw back to Rocky One, it feels really groomy. Yeah. It After does. the way that he originally got Adrian to fall in love with him anyways, even though we've all accepted it and like and how great they were and how they needed each other, blah, blah, blah. But then to be re-grooming some of this stuff with little Marie and only calling her little Marie, like it's it's too gross. Yeah. It does it does feel a little I like it, but it's also a little yeah. How about we call her Marie? How about we just like see her as a whole human? Let's just call her Marie. Yeah. At least she doesn't have glasses to take off. Jesus. (laughs) Keep the glasses on. Every scene with Marie in black and white. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You could have Stallone's glasses. The Stallone's glasses could be the black and white in color. He puts his reading glasses on. It would only be worse if if he pulled out our red beret and he's like, no, you have to wear this. Hey, little Marie. You lost your hat. Rocky Six colon Vertigo. Did you say colon Vertigo? Yes, because <laughs> yeah. there has to be a colon between the Rocky Six and then the subtitle. Oh, I thought, colon I thought, Vertigo. I thought that's how his Vertigo just, doesn't get colon. No, he just <laughs> shouted out. It's so dizzy in here. <laughs> I'm dress you up like my dead wife. Yeah, I'm creepy about that. Uh, Marie, I, mean, I found a job you can work. Do you like pets? <laughs> these, these are the shorts I got from Drago. Will you put them on for me? Like it could get really bad. Marie, I think you'd look better in ten sweaters. Please. <laughs> anyway, whatever. Birds are like candy. <laughs> um, I think, and maybe Melissa will have some of these same studio notes. I don't know, but I think they should have developed the interesting parts of this more. And. And made it understandable why it's so hard for Jesse and maybe helped us remember that he has an actual name that isn't Jesse. Um, And let us not go black and white in the fight. That's such a weird decision. I can't get over it. It takes takes me out of the movie when the rest of the movies were great and we had a very short, limited number of minutes of actual fighting at the end. 12 minutes. But at least in the previous movies, the fighting was enough on its own. And in this one, it's like, well, he's old, so we better do something artsy just to dress this up so that people appreciate the fight more. Like, don't do that in the last movie. Don't do that. That's weird. Stop it. Stop it. And let his son be interesting and let us see him actually acting. Besides the part where we just jumped to, I quit my job. You what? Like, why wasn't that a conversation? I know you were unhappy at your job. What are your plans? What are you going to do? Like, like, let's have a parent moment here other than, I just want to be with you, pops. Okay. That sounds great. Well, the movie's, the movie's an hour and 45 minutes long, which is kind of long for a Rocky movie, but I mean, uh, or at least for the last few Rocky movies, but they could have, there could have been more time. And I think it would have been interesting to see him quit his job. Right to like have that moment with his boss where he's like, yeah, right, yeah, where he punches his boss in black and white, and then his face yes. goes like a mummy, <laughs> or steps up to him and is like, you know why you never met my dad? Because I'm an actual fucking human. Yeah, something like that. And maybe if you had treated me as a human, I would have been willing to let you know my dad. But first, you have to know me, and since you have it, I'm out of here. And, then and you're not an old war out. horse. 
then they roll to count it. Then they make out. They make out. Yeah. <laughs> In black and white with reading glasses. He on. takes him down. Wow. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm, well, watching I'm curious this movie about that movie. <laughs> this movie. I am all in for Jesse yeah, having not, a boyfriend. I'm no longer falling asleep in this film. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. <laughs> okay. He takes him down. That's my new favorite quote. <laughs> all right. I'm going to take what you we're down. calling it now. <laughs> you don't have to take me down back. <laughs> I that is painting so, images that I don't think you're meaning to paint. Just a little bit of takedown, if it's okay with you. Take okay. You down. Do, uh, do we have any? Did, well, oh. Does Melissa have any studio notes? Yeah. Any more? As studio usual, notes? I um, said most of mine. <laughs> you know, um, yeah, like I wanted them to stop glossing over the things that could have been great. The black and white didn't annoy me, but it felt artsy fartsy. You know, like they were trying too hard. It's almost like watching the sausage get made in a sense, and you know, it, <laughs> sausage is, movie. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for a sausage fries movie. Yeah. Um, it, is it necessary? This is not that kind of franchise and trying to turn it into that after, you know, Rocky five, it just felt almost desperate. You it's know, an overcorrection, right? Yeah. I think they wanted to bit. prove, Hey, the Rocky movies at heart are serious movies about people's lives. And so we need to prove that this isn't a joke of a film and it was an overcorrection. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. It's, yeah. It, it, it reminded me, um, well, I, I think it might've been on your podcast Roy when I was on there um I don't know or maybe it was this one but we were talking about um the new sex in the city or maybe when you were on our podcast I don't know I feel like you were there though you guys were asking me since I was a fan of the original did I like the new reboot thing and I said no because like the whole reason they did it and they've admitted this is because they felt like they had corrections to do like um the fact that their version of New York was super white, you know, in the original series. And um, so there were like a lot of women of color in here, but some of the characters that were women of color were not great. And, and um, if you do an entire series or in this case, an entire movie as a correction to something previous, which Stallone has admitted that this is, um, I think that you, you do end up overcorrecting. That's the exact word for it, Roy. You, you, and it feels desperate. It's just, and, and that does take you out of the movie because if you've watched everything before it, you, you sort of, you know what they're doing. You know what they're going for. And the black and white was just, you know, I don't have an issue with it on its own, but the fact that they were trying to like class up the joint after the stink of the last one, I think that, it was a too much, yeah. you know, yeah. for that reason. So take it out so it doesn't look desperate. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I think the bottom line with with these movies and with with the fact that there continue to be sequels is Sylvester Stallone just can't let go of Rocky, and because mm-hmm. uh, I think Rocky is Sylvester Stallone. I I don't know how to oh, distinguish yeah, those two people, and I think that he was just upset that the that this character that's just a character but this character that is the most important part of his entire life ended on such a in such a wonderful film in Rocky 5 that inexplicably was not well received don't um, you feel like he did that with Rambo 2 though Rambo 4 because nobody so, liked Rambo 4 and then he had to do that John Rambo one right where he 
he gets all his guilt and grief out in this movie. I still haven't seen that. I heard it's really, really bad. It's well, it's better than the one before, but it's still it's. it's well, can you are you saying that it's better than taking a fifty caliber gun and, and hit, like shooting someone's head? Five minutes, yeah. Okay, but anyway. The thing. But it's if the a movie does movie, badly, it's the same movie. It's the just same use movie. your full name the next time, and it'll do well. Yeah, and oh. that's exactly. It's the same exact movie, so it tells you that yeah, Stallone's yeah. got some kind but, of personality thing i also think that's why until stallone's dead that another rocky movie is not never off the table oh yeah absolutely yeah yeah Yeah, because now we have playstation to tell us there's rumors somebody right yeah yeah anyway yeah there continue to be rumors that there will be another rocky movie so well and he wants to do a prequel show on a streaming service but like we've talked about that before so are you guys dying to watch a tv show that's the lords of flatbush with some boxing in it no no, <laughs> only in black and white. No, yeah, yeah cuz depends on not... how much I hate myself that day. Does, yeah. Are they going to call it Lords of Flatbush 2 or is it going to be their full name, right, Brooke? <laughs> Lords of Michael Sir Flatbush. <laughs> I am well, just hoping it's called Robert Robert Balboa. <laughs> Robert it's called Balboa. Vengeance of Dr. Flatbush. It's Robert Balboa in high school before he becomes Rocky and it's just he's really awkward and introverted. I want the I want the prequel of Polly as with Adam Sandler. <laughs> anyway, oh, oh okay. Throw this turkey at you. <laughs> I, I, is Adam Sandler now older than Burt Young was when the? I think so. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Swoosh. You swoosh yeah. right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now we've got Melissa riled up. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just. I'm just throwing that out there. That like. <laughs> Anyway, okay. You shut your dirty whore mouth, little Marie. I'm not a fan of Adam Sandler's movies. Most of them are fucking terrible. But like, for some reason, he persists as like this emblem of of Gen X, you know. And so, like, when he appears on the cover of AARP magazine, I just want to kill myself. You know what I mean? Actually, I got like a little ego boost um, this week at work because everybody was trying to guess my age and they all guessed I was in my 30s and I'm 46. So that that's helpful. But then when Andy goes and says shit like this, I'm just like, fuck. I'm almost half a century old. I do not need this shit. Okay. So what, what hurts to me is like when I try to introduce my kids to a band that I cared about, like in the 90s. Like I'm like listen listen to this Smashing Pumpkins track and then my kids don't care about. It. I'm like oh this is like when my dad was like, have you heard of the Everly Brothers? Let me introduce you to the Everly Brothers. What's worse is when they respond with oh I think that's a TikTok sound. <laughs> Fuck off, you are disowned. I, oh I still refuse to get TikTok. Sorry, that makes me old. I know, but it's I don't it, have it. Well, I do. Well, well, the, China, the Chinese just want you to in the day for that kind of time suck. You know, yeah. like. The yep. Chinese want you to have TikTok so that that it can work in conjunction with the giant balloon. To oh correct. yeah, <laughs> yep, that's exactly oh, right. There's some people here in Texas losing their effing mind over that thing. Oh my god! It's yeah. the of course Benghazi. they are. It's the new Benghazi for real. Uh, yeah. Uh, well. Any final studio notes? No. Okay. Best one-liners or quotes, and a special bonus category. Roy said, "If we have a favorite." 
racist one-liner from Polly. I get the start. We can, also, we can also nominate those. Okay, so when Polly shows up at the restaurant and Marie doesn't know who he is, and she's like, do you have a reservation? His response is, do I look like a freaking Indian? <laughs> that one kills me. Oh, man. I want to stab my own eyes out. <laughs> yeah, he says, I'm like, you can't say that. Can you say that? I don't think you can say that. But then he starts laughing maniacally afterwards. Like... Like he knows. Yeah, he thinks he's so funny. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's just been fired from his favorite job ever of of forty years. I guess he's worked there for forty years, but whatever. But so that one, I what are your what are the other good ones? The other good the Italian food made by Mexicans wasn't that? <laughs> Would one you like them? the special? What's special about Mexicans making Italian food? Yeah. <laughs> oh man, that's awful. And and then there's Hydra Silverware. <laughs> Hydra Silverware. <laughs> Oh, Polly. So Polly in this movie, like he reaches a point where I feel like I, he not redeems himself, but I but I can empathize with him or I can understand him. Right. He kind of bears him, bears his soul. But also in this movie, he's the worst he's ever been. <laughs> Polly, big Trump guy. Yeah. Loves Trump. <laughs> he, he was totally watching The Apprentice at this time and like yeah. just getting ready. Was, mm. Yeah. Yep. If we're talking. I don't know. About- I think he likes Trump more than the others, but he also thinks he could be the biggest Trump and the better Trump. <laughs> uh, I think that's true, and I think that's yeah. probably true of a lot of uh, his supporters. Trumpers. Well. Yeah. If if we're talking real quotes, though, my favorite is uh, when they're where the ice rink used to be, and Stallone says, "Over there was when she was falling, and I grabbed her and I got her arm through the coat. I could feel electric." Mm. Yeah. Anyway. And I like Polly's quote there of when he says, you know, you were good to her, but I wasn't like, I, I just I love that they put that in there. Yeah, the whole speech, because I think he says, why do we got to keep reliving the past? He's like, the past, it wasn't so good, you know, and Rocky says, for me, it was. And then Polly, you know, yeah. kind of. Like, yeah, that's a good one. I like yeah. the nobody can nobody hits as hard as life. That whole speech yeah. too. He has a yeah. couple of really good yeah. paragraph long speeches, and that's that's the one of them too, where it's like you used to fit in my hand, which is weird. Um, but whatever. I could have eaten like, you as a baby. Yeah, I was like, you're <laughs> gonna throw him in the street uh... like a turkey. But yeah, that that whole speech is kind of like the. Yeah, there's there's a couple, and Brooke, yeah. we're better I, than I, this. I, yeah, Rocky Five has some of them too, where there's these really good introspective speeches that are also giving you some insight into how the world has viewed him as well. So that's another one I really like. Yeah. And of course, for, hurting bombs. Is <laughs> for me, it's, yeah, it's that whole, it's that whole speech The Like when it's, it's not about the, you know, getting knocked down. It's about getting back up and that, that's, uh, I, I think that's the. Nothing's going to hit as hard as life. Yeah. yeah. That's Always looking the, for someone to blame, like a big shadow or a big wooden board. <laughs> <laughs> hey, little Marie, you're not going to introduce me to your son? I'll put my card on the steps. <laughs> okay. Weirdo. Um, I kind of like his speech with the boxing commissioner, too. Even though nice. there's no way they should have given him the license. But oh, I know. It's your right to listen to your gut or whatever that anyway he's got that nice italian hair it's our right to (laughs) not not that one by the by the boxing commission right (laughs) 
All right. Uh, best side character? All the Mexican cooks. Because you know what? Yeah. That actually, that is very realistic. Yeah. Because yeah. I don't care what kind of restaurant it is. There's probably a bunch of Mexicans or other Latinos down in that kitchen cooking all that food. That's right. Um, Make it magic. And yeah. Spider Rico washing dishes. And and Italian food made by Mexicans is fucking magical. I, okay? I bet it's laughs, yep. yeah. So yep. yeah, I mean, we we come from like an ages old cuisine that brought you chocolate. Thank you. Know, you're welcome, world, for that. Okay, <laughs> Melissa, uh, have I told you I love you lately? <laughs> and tacos, you're welcome again for that. I love you. Half of my ancestors. Okay, but like, well, and um, tomatoes are a new world food. They wouldn't have existed without cultivation mm-hmm. by the indigenous people of South and Central or Central America. Who are you calling a tomato? We're brought back to Italy. So, like, everything we think of as Italian food didn't exist Mm -hmm. before, you know, 1492. So, and and most of it didn't exist until, you know, Italians. Until Rocky. Yeah, came to (laughs) America and were in the same neighborhoods as as Latinos. And all all the food is better. Yeah, Nobody cared about bad. tomatoes until I called you a tomato, you bum. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I just, because that's realistic and everything, just, and I don't care what Polly says, that's those are all my favorite side characters. Right. Oh, yeah. Punchy. I like Punchy. Punchy? <laughs> and holding Punchy over his head at the top of the steps. Uh-huh. Well, I'm giving it to, uh, this is my hat trick, I think, for this character. I'm giving it back to Duke. Yep, yeah, same here. Duke. It's Duke. Best song. This actually had a pretty good soundtrack. Okay. Compared so to the last movie. From Smokey Robinson and the Miracles. Ooh, mm. baby, baby. Mm. That's good. I will give it to High Hopes by Frank Sinatra <laughs> because I love that song. That is a good one. It, uh, also, uh, another tie into Stallone. Um, is was the theme song to Ants, which he was also <laughs> in. <laughs> but I I love that song. I that's such a that's such a fun song. Any any song that Frank Stallone secretly did after the movie <laughs> on his cover albums is my favorite song. All right. I still like Gonna Fly. Yeah. Mm. Also, I there's do. a Frankie Stallone joint. Yep. Because every Rocky movie has to have a Frankie Stallone song. Right. I don't uh, remember when they play it. What's it called? It is a. Uh, um, so there's the Three Six Mafia playing "It's a Fight." There, was that his uh, uh, Tarver's intro song as he's walking to the ring? Yeah. Let's see, Frankie Stallone. There you are. Uh, no, not take you back. Um, you wake up the heart in me, written and performed by Frank Stallone. There you go. Yeah, that sounds nice. Nice. All right. Melissa, did you have a favorite song in this movie? Or I mean, none of them are as good as There's No Easy Way Out, right? I mean, it's a <laughs> montage, you know? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. No, I, I, I rather like, you know, the Rocky theme is always going to be a classic. And also because it signals it's the end of the movie. And I was very happy about that. So. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay. <laughs> um, here we go. Is this a good movie? Meh. Nah. Nah. <laughs> hey, let's do it in stereo. <laughs> okay. On the count of three, you three. One, two, three. Meh. Meh. In harmony. Uh, am I the only one who's going to say yeah? Do you do y'all see watch The Office when they were trying to get a picture where they all jump in the air and they just couldn't get it done? That's us. <laughs> yes. Gonna do this. <laughs> hey, I, I think if there's like if there's a threshold like the Rotten Tomato meter has a rotten fresh threshold mm-hmm. of like what is it fifty three percent is what you got to be to be fresh or something weird like that something then yeah. this is like a fifty three percent like it yeah it, it's not great it's it's goodish wow. I think it's yeah i'm yeah. the only one who like i think legitimately thinks this is like a decent movie wow it's, okay. it's decent but there's just too many missed opportunities it's a frustrating movie for me <laughs> i agree with that yeah it's yeah. shot well until the black and white bullshit <laughs> <laughs> and it'll be interesting when when we finish this are we gonna are, are we gonna rank them yeah all? we'll rank them okay because yep. i think i probably put this ahead of rocky for um and yeah oh so under five i I, I don't oh okay i don't (laughs) i don't know where i don't know what i'm doing with rocky three i really have no idea what i'm doing with rocky three but um anyway anyway three is third (laughs) oh that's true very good well that'll be easy to rank these movies then (laughs) rocky five as it turns out is the fifth best movie (laughs) uh so yeah um yes uh all right uh and finally should we show this to children (laughs) If yes, so they can learn about sleep. art. It'll put them to sleep. Yeah, yeah. Put them to sleep. Okay. It's new, it's the new lullaby, man. Yep. So uh, again, like to to Brooke's point, th- there's no point in showing this to your kids if they haven't seen the earlier Rocky movies. That, right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, and I don't, I don't think that there is a child who would enjoy this because, like, how many? Unless the kid is already like really, really, really into Rocky and like is one of those weird like adult children yeah (laughs) it'd be weird for this to be your introduction to the rocky franchise right and i think you could probably step in at creed one having not seen the others oh yeah yep i think that's the brilliance of creed is if you like just vaguely know oh yeah rocky and he was a guy and he fought a while ago and he's a a statue don't run up in ice right (laughs) yeah exactly but you can it, like, oh, I I can't wait to have this conversation about how brilliant a job I think Ryan Coogler did with that movie. But it's just it's just brilliant in in working all that in. So, and Creed two, it's even better. I like Creed two better. I, do I will say that that Prue is very excited to watch these movies with me. Um, she hasn't watched them with me because I watched Rocky one while she was at her dad's and I was a little on the fence about showing it to her um, because it's so rapey and she's she's actually pretty aware of that stuff and doesn't like it so I was like well wait till you're a little older but she is excited to watch them so as I show her this one I'll update you all and see if she can stay awake or if she likes it and I I will go into it without voicing my judgments of it her, this is called Rocky Snooze Boa. Enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> well, she'll she'll like it because he's like, yeah, it's just from the Gilmore Girls. Yeah. You know, yeah. he's back again. Hey, Prue, let's watch this really dumb movie. No, I I try not to do that because I'm really <laughs> curious if she's going to feel the same way that I do. Yeah. Which she okay. does. 
Is her, um, full, is her full name Prudence? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Dear Prudence. Lovely. All right. Uh, we've got a bunch of Oh, it's of Rocky stuff. Balboa, a good person. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, oh, yeah. That's right. Yes. Is Wait, Rocky Balboa. Is he different than Rocky V? Which one is he? <laughs> He's a yeah. good person in Rocky V, too. Yeah. I mean, He's a good person. Now he yeah. has his full name, so he has to be better. <laughs> He's twice as good. <laughs> He's the goodest person. Can I just say, I find it very interesting. And and last week I was like, I'm so proud of us for getting through Rocky Five without it being contentious. Until I bring the energy into Rocky Balboa and make it all contentious. So I apologize for that. You were also... throwing hurting bombs. You were. It was fun. <laughs> this, this movie is is so boring sometimes that you you liven our discussion up because. Mm. Oh. So but okay. thank you for the space and the tolerance. I actually oh, no, went into cause... black and white for like. 10 minutes of that it was so <laughs> except that when you said something really hurtful then there would be red blood <laughs> all over <laughs> you know there's there's great conversations when we all agree that something is so awesome and we're having fun with it there's great conversations when we all agree that something's terrible and we hate it and we just delve into it and rip on it and there's great conversations when we disagree and are having fun with the disagreements the only bad conversations is when everyone's just like, eh, I don't know. It's like that. So like, at least you're coming in with like a, a, a hard point of view, Brooke, and it's helping mm. us like, well, like a fire you can just call me Dr. Vengeance for sucky suck face. <laughs> Dr. Punch face hurt mom. <laughs> Brooke, it's Brooke. Brooke, it's like, you've got this fire inside, but, it, but you can't let it consume you. You, you, you have to let it out. And, then it consumes. Um, if I don't let it out, all I do is crap lightning. Yeah, gross. <laughs> okay, quick, quick plug for the Patreon where uh, Brooke, JB, and I just watched The Lodger, and we posted that a little earlier this week. Next, we are watching Alfred Hitchcock's The Ring, which is about boxing. Uh, yeah, so not about nice. a woman coming out of a well. Yeah, not <laughs> the. Not the Japanese horror film, uh, but the boxing movie. Um, I I, I will got, say, Andy, uh, my friend that's a subscriber to the Patreon, she said, do we get to vote on whether or not these go live outside of the Patreon? Because I think they're really great and everyone should be listening. So okay. well, I just wanted maybe, to give you that, maybe that we feedback. Do. Maybe we... But, uh, maybe that's a... Yeah, we can... We could she watched maybe do that. The Lodger... Because you you published us watching it, right? I have not yet. Because oh, I, so I she was wanting up, to yeah. watch it with that. She was like okay, very okay. excited to be able to watch it with our commentary. Yeah, please do subscribe. It's only a dollar. I'd buy that for a dollar. You can subscribe for more. Thank you to those who have. Uh, it will it will pay for Melissa and Brooks' trip to Philadelphia to go <laughs> walk hand in hand up the slowly ripping the rails. Or maybe we'll just touch hands and not hold. Uh, yeah, you better have some good health. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. And I've had a bad, very klutzy January. I'm halfway to my deductible for the year in the first. Oh no! <laughs> I've been to urgent care twice this year so far. So, like, you want to stay away from me, Brooke? <laughs> no. I'm good. I, I've gone through like brain surgeries with my kid twice now. Like, I'm oh. all right. Uh, <laughs> Also, um, also coming up on the Patreon, uh, we are going to watch Fruitvale Station, 
the uh, the Ryan Coogler, Michael B. Jordan film that came before Creed uh, in the same way that Lords of Flatbush was hey, this a is future Andy with some many future ways. business Rocky, apologies. So this too next is part of the station, podcast uh, for Creed. So accidentally uh, that'll not uploaded. We'll do the ring. We then lost we'll do Brooks track. I wasn't able to recover it. Long story short, we had a nice discussion about what we're going to watch next. It is JB's birthday. He has a birthday pick. He is really leaning into non-U.S. made animation. And after we've done all the Disney princesses, and so he had a long list of films. Uh, and we eventually came around to either Persepolis or Grave of the Fireflies. He went with Grave of the Fireflies because it's ranked higher and uh, rated 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. So the Studio Ghibli film, Grave of the Fireflies, that's what we're going with next here on the main feed. Uh, Get ready to cry uh, and also stick around after the podcast is over for a tangent side conversation we ended up having about the Oscar nominees and diversity in Hollywood Awards uh, back to the end of the podcast this anyway uh, okay so um so we're gonna are we gonna watch Grave of the Fireflies next week or are we watching I mean, is that, Creed is one? Is that the is that the natural transition for you to take a break now and then go into Creed, or do you want to watch Creed one, two, then birthday movie, then Creed three? Uh I don't know. Uh it just just depends on when people let's do want it to now. Cry. Yeah, let's let's yeah. take take a break. Okay. No, let's do it now. Take We've a break. had enough Rocky for a while. Yeah. We'll it's watch on. we'll watch Grave of the Fireflies, cry real good. Uh, and then we'll come back to Creed. Valentine's Day feels like a good day to cry. (laughs) Take that, Roy. Roy. Every Valentine's Day is a day to cry. I'm telling you. It's my my nephew's birthday, so... And he's coming home. Yay! Because he's he's in the army, and he's been in Poland for a year and a half now. Or or, or how long? No, it feels like a year and a half, but ever since Putin did it... just January? Um, it, it, it didn't, yeah, they they're basically over there in case Putin really goes crazy, you know. Right. Yeah, yep. and he finally gets to come home next or this month, later this month. So well, good. That's um, yeah, yeah, that's really good. So it will be yeah. a happy Valentine's because last year, last few years, because of COVID and everything, was not so. Okay. Yeah. Well, those are those are all good reasons to celebrate, and hope that uh, everyone out there listening has reasons to celebrate. Um, that's it. I think uh, we'll see you next week with Grave the Fireflies. Um, uh, have have a great week, everybody. Hey, Roy, thanks for going ten rounds with me. <laughs> Good job, Roy. Feel more six. Love you, Brooke. Thank you. Thank you, that will be all. God damn it, that's not all. Because if one of those things gets down here, then that will be all. Then all this, this bullshit that you think is so important, you can just kiss all that goodbye.
speaking of of films and and stuff like that um does do you andy uh and and possibly jv i don't know if roy pays any attention to this stuff but like do any of you have um because i know like andy really pays attention to like award stuff a lot Mm -hmm. and has criticized awards and stuff this whole thing with um the best actress nominations do you have a opinion on that i'm curious you know what i'm Um, talking about the um that actress who got a nomination and then um the tiktok davis ended up not getting one even though everybody thought she was a shoo-in yeah um i mean i i had my opinions um i would have put viola davis in that i mean i also would have nominated gina prince brythewood for best director but Mm-hmm. Uh, and the woman king is the best picture but mm-hmm. um you know that's that's me um so i don't know i mean the oscars is just weird um uh, i mean i the here's maybe my you need to put like importance on them and maybe we should just stop here's my here's you my know? real opinion is that we have ranked choice voting we have technology now there's actually no reason that we couldn't have 10 to 15 exactly. in every yeah. category. That's what I don't understand, Andy. I'm totally with you. How how do you funnel it down when there's so much great art when you could easily do that? I totally agree. And And I think that you can still then end up with a single winner and have a much broader, more diverse group of nominees because the problem is the standard is still white five right yeah five five, and it's usually going to be five white women and then sometimes you get one woman of color in there Mm -hmm. sometimes we're lucky enough and sometimes you get (laughs) and sometimes you get two women of color in in a category and then they're pitted against each other. Yeah. And all of that entire dynamic is wrong. And we should be able to, now I haven't seen, um, I haven't seen the film um, that that's at the center of this controversy that I can't remember. So I don't, and I can't remember the name of the actress either. And I'm sorry, I feel bad. I am getting around to watching all of them. Um, but apparently it's really great. And I just, I wish we lived in a universe where we could celebrate that and Viola Davis and Kate Blanchett and not have it feel so awful. Yeah. And it's to Leslie was the film. To if Leslie. N- if yeah. to Leslie doesn't involve cutting off people's fingers, then I don't care. I am glad that, um, that there were so many nominations for everything everywhere all at once, which. Oh, yay. I know. And it seems like everybody nominated, like they think they're kind of a shoe in for it, you know, like, like they're going to win, you know? And and let me tell you like that, Oh, that movie just kicked my butt so good. It just in a good way. It just, I hope it wins everything it's nominated for. Although I think there's one category it's nominated twice or something. So obviously Right. That movie definitely made me watch out for my butt. That's for sure. Right. (laughs) That one part. And again, we shouldn't have to pit those performances like against each other in the same category 
you know, it, it just makes me sad that like, we can't live someplace where everybody gets a little bit more of the spotlight and yeah. Yeah. And, and we don't need these, these campaigns. So, uh, for, for all of this show is part of the geek nerd network, geek nerd network. Find more shows like it at geeknerdnetwork.com. This is Janet.